podcast. I like the gossip. I like the humor in it. It puts you in a good mood. 94.5 Virgin Radio. Here are your hosts, Holly and Nira. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Coming up on the show today, have you ever considered a reinvention, Nira? No. Okay, we need to talk about that. <laughs> Plus, if you're in the dating world, a uh, PSA for you. If you have a type, you're doing it all wrong. So fascinating. But first, do you send the good, the bad, and the ugly? Thanks, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, take a listen. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you send the good, the bad, and the ugly? What kind of sender are you? <laughs> Let's talk about pick rules. As in photographs? No. Yes. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chad Kroger. Okay. When you're sending photos, like say you're at an event, because I was at quite a few events this summer. Things just totally changed, all right? Oh, must be nice. Yes. Congratulations, you have friends. Yes. Weddings, receptions, mm-hmm. anniversary parties, birthdays. Girls' night. Like you lived at D6 all <laughs> summer. It was wild business. Yeah, D6 nights for <laughs> sure. Uh, and all, like just lots of baby showers, bridal showers. It was all happening, okay? And a lot of, a lot of the times, lots of pictures get taken. It just happens. Especially if you're around. <laughs> he has lots of pictures get taken. Here she comes. And then everybody at the end is like, don't forget to send me the photos. Right. Right? So we were at this wedding reception and we said to one of our girlfriends who ended up taking a lot of photos that night. Or no, I don't even actually, it was the Sangeet. It was like the pre-wedding party okay. called the Sangeet. Okay? okay. The Sangeet. And everybody's dressed in their beautiful Indian clothes. I had to leave early and I remember saying to my girlfriend, uh, don't forget to send the pics, okay? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get, I wake up in the morning to... A whole load of photos from mm. her. She sent the good, she sent the bad, and she sent the ugly. She just sent it all. She did not filter through anything where someone's eyes are closed or if someone's face is like mouth is open. She just sent it all. And I was really frustrated because then I had to go through every photo. Oh, poor you. I'm shocked that you're like, you don't do that. You like, I'm only gonna I'm gonna filter this first. I'm gonna brighten it. No, listen, here's what I do, okay? Huh. I send all I'll send all the pictures, but not all the ones with me in them. Okay, not the ones where you look bad. Correct. Ah, uh, but if everyone else you don't care. I don't care. If everyone else looks good, but all you see is chin, no, yeah. you're oh. not getting it. Oh, so oh, you are a sender of the good, bad, and the ugly. For everyone else, but only good for you. You yes. you filter only your face, and if you look bad, you won't send those photos. Yes, because once I send them to you, they're they're out there. You can post, you can do whatever, oh. right? So I don't want to send you one where you look amazing yeah. and I look like garbage, and then you're like, "What a great night!" And right. then you post it. I'm like, "Oh, thanks." Okay. But maybe if I sent that one, you'd be like, "Oh, she must be okay with this. I can post it." Because I assume right. that's the rule. Once I send you a picture, it's you. It's up to you. You don't have to ask me anymore for permission. It's your picture now. That is also another very good picture rule. Mm. Like, pick rule. When someone sends you a photo, oh, yeah. that means you've given permission that anything can be done with it. Well, not anything. Anything. No, Nira. Anything. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How long should you stay after you say no thanks? It's not about the bedroom. Okay? I have a group text etiquette question. I got invited, believe it or not, to a girl's birthday weekend. Good for you. You're making progress. In October. I'm kind of jealous, but good for you. Well, I can't go. 
Oh, okay. We're, we're going to be away, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So the one thing I actually got invited to, I can't go. But the organizers started this group text for the birthday weekend. Not on WhatsApp? No, like an actual iPhone group text. Oh, okay. Okay, calm down. This is WhatsApper. I'm not a WhatsApper. I like a normal iPhone group text. All righty. Anyway, she started this group text, and it's popping off. Like, what are we wearing? And like, who's braiding yes. whose hair? Yes. And like, who's, who's bringing, bringing what? what? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. What's what are we mixing? What are we mi- What's our drink? Are we going to have a signature drink? Yes. Like, you know, all the stuff. But I'm not going, right? Mm-hmm. So I've already nicely been like, ah, oh, dang. And I messaged her. Hey, so it sucks. I'm going to be away. I can't go, unfortunately. Thanks so much for the invite. I'm not going to be able to make it. Oh, no prob. But I'm in this group text. But now I'm in this group text. And if I leave, it's like the big dramatic, Holly has left the group. Yeah. The message that yes. everyone sees. Yes. And then I feel like as soon as you leave, you get trash talked. No, you don't. We're waiting for you to leave. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I always look at the people who can't come to the event, but then don't leave. I find it really? so strange that you won't leave. Well, you don't know how it feels to be us. That's why. No, I do. You go to everything. I know. I try to, but there's a couple of things. Yeah. Like even for example, I got, my son got invited to a birthday party and my son cannot go. And now I have to leave the group. Oh, God. And it looks even more aggressive when it's a mom of a child. Oh, yeah. Now leaving, it looks so aggressive to say like now Nira has left the group. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to come across aggressive, but I'm I, I'm also thinking that the organizer's like, well, can you leave now? Because now I'm going to put up information, and I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want your son to feel bad. And that's exactly what happens. When I'm organizing an event, if someone can't come, I don't want to take them off the invite list because it looks aggressive because then it looks like Holly has been removed. Right. When you have been removed, it's a lot worse than when you've left. Interesting. I don't want to remove you. Then I look like the jerk who removed someone. See, I'd rather be removed. No. Because then it wasn't like, well, I didn't do it. Like, they removed me from the group. I've been totally silent. I'm just there as like a bystander. I don't care. They're planning margaritas. Happy for them. You you know what you do? You do a goodbye. You say, like, no, you do. Should it be a video? No, not hey a video. Guys, just letting you know, I'm not going to make it. No, just be like, oh, you know what? Unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. I hope you guys have so much fun. I'm going to take off now so you guys can, like, you know, figure things out. I have to announce my departure from the group text. Well, you were the one who said it's, you, it looks scarier when it's like, Holly has now laughed. It does. It looks like I'm ghosting these people. Yeah. So but now I need to write, like, a... There's so many people that I know that write the... I'm not going to be there, so I'm just going to, like, leave the group now. Okay, bye. This will be my final text message. Ever in my life? No. not Nothing Hopefully like that. Hopefully not, but in this group. <laughs> yeah, that's dramatic. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. I found something. I found something at the work bathroom hanging over the toilet tank. <laughs> What's the message here? Okay, you can go in. I have a certain stall that I like. Stall number three. I love stall number three. It's my stall. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest one, by the way. Shocker. Yeah, yeah I love I love having room. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you're so tiny, but anyway, go. <laughs> and I walk in there and alert. Like, hello, <laughs> high alert situation. There's a black leather belt just hanging on the toilet tank. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, with a buckle. <laughs> like it's all intact, good looking black belt, good looking black belt hanging over the toilet tank for two days now. Two days. <laughs> what is the message of a 
black leather belt hanging over a toilet tank at your office toilet. I don't get it. I'm not sure. I love that your first question isn't, whose belt is that? <laughs> no, she goes right to like, what's the meaning? Yeah, what's the message? Why here? am I being presented this by the universe? Yes! I was like, why me? Why mm -hmm. this sitch? Why this stall? What am I supposed to take away from this? I Googled it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. There is a spiritual meaning. Are you serious right now? To a now? belt. Okay. Uh, I don't know if our producer, Scott, knows we do this. We look for spiritual meetings in, in everything. everything. Can okay. I guess what it is? Sure. Okay. Sure. I get, I'm going to guess, because I think this is crazy that you Googled it, but I love it. <laughs> I'm going to guess that it means that the world is trying to show you that you need to connect things. You need to tighten it up. Oh. The, the universe belt, right? The belt holds that you together. I need to tighten yes. things up? Mm -hmm. It's like a symbol that Dude. there's a, a part of your life that needs to be belted back together. Okay, like, for a guy together. who doesn't believe in yeah. like astrological signs and moons and yeah. stuff, Scott, yeah. you're very on point. Yes. Really? The spiritual significance of a belt or a girdle by the way it was same, a belt. same thing okay it was a belt it's it, it is a, it's a symbol of a general bond it gathers up it's it encloses it holds in connection it secures things from the outside and brings them closer without this belt spiritually you would be completely scattered okay there's so many factors here the fact that you're right i was like what's the meaning and look there is a meaning that's yep, blowing that my is yeah that in itself yep. is like oh yep. i am so connected to the universe uh and now secondly i'm already wound up so tight maybe it, it, but the belt being open and not closed is it also a message of maybe i need to loosen up a little bit i've been telling you that for years they're like chill out man lower your bar of expectations <laughs> stop Putting yourself together so well every morning. Okay. Sort of just be more disheveled generally in life. But the last time I listened to you, yeah. and you gave me that advice, and I tried to be like, I'm going to walk out of this office, and I'm going to do what Holly told me, and be do-do-do, and not be hyper-focused. I fell so hard, I ripped my pants, and I was bleeding, <laughs> and there was blood everywhere. Yeah, wow. And I have a crazy scar on my leg, on my knee, and it's like, I feel like I might have, like, some kind of bone breakage in my knee. You texted me right after, and you did sort of accuse me, somehow, of controlling your falling. Well, yeah, because you told me to let things go and not be so hyper-focused, and then I fell. I, I fell hard. I didn't say don't look where you're going. <laughs> Holly and Nira. And now, The Biz with Nira. A time to say goodbye to Queen Elizabeth II. What a story. That's today's top biz story. Cheers to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Because the drinks bring back all the memories of everything. A celebration of life for Queen Elizabeth II. Absolutely. And speaking of those drinks, she did love her gin. I mean, Empress Jin, I'm pretty sure, yeah. is related to the Queen. <laughs> Her Jin. Right? Made right here in Victoria. Uh, she started the day with a gin. She ended the day with a gin. You know, one of her biggest problems with her doctors at the end, towards the end of the last few years, they told her that she needs to tone down her drinking. <laughs> and she like, was like, excuse you. Yeah, she's like, pull out the guillotine from the closet. <laughs> yeah, the rusted guillotine. <laughs> the rusty guillotine. Yeah, she was so upset with her doctors. How dare you suggest that I, I need to cut out my drinking? I agree. She also was like, that's the reason I'm still alive. Yeah, she's like, I'm slightly pickled. And that's I'm going to take her great. side because gin is technically botanicals. Also, being the queen, it might look glorious if you watch any document. It's, it's, it would have been a terribly difficult life, and she oh. did very well. I don't know what documentaries you watched. The documentaries I watched all showcased how 
hard her life was mm-hmm. and how people just thought, oh, well, you're the queen mm-hmm. and the the sacrifices that she had to make. Her entire whether life. Her marriage, whether it's with her children, whether it's just the country, because she always said, the country must come first. Mm-hmm. I have to be the queen first. I have to be the queen first. And, you know, Prince Philip had to learn things the hard way. Mm-hmm. They finally found a compromise in their relationship. And it was all part of the duties of being the queen. She's 96. She passed away in her sleep. And uh, 70 years, 70 years and 214 days of being the queen of the United Kingdom. So strange that as soon as she passed away, you say King Charles. King Charles III. Like, automatically it happens. Obviously, they still have to do his coronation. All that has to still happen officially. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's automatic King Charles III. I'm not ready for that. I know. Uh, He was, of course, there with his mother when she passed away. And he said some very amazing words about her in a statement. He will be speaking at 10 a.m. this morning, I believe, Pacific Standard Time, because it's later this evening in London. He's going back to London to speak. So he will have official words coming out this morning. I don't think it's going to be live. I think it is going to be pre-taped, but just so you're aware. And uh, Harry, Prince Harry, was trying to get there in time, didn't make it to see his mom before, his grandmother before she passed away. And uh, now, Meghan Markle was not invited to the Scottish castle to be there for those final moments, but she is now there with Prince Harry, and I'm sure she will be there for the funeral. It's too bad he didn't make it on time because they mm-hmm. weren't on the greatest terms, but hopefully they were at some sort of peace before she went. Ugh. I know. Do you know that she saw 15 British prime ministers come and go? Wow. Starting with Winston Churchill. <laughs> she was there the whole time. How unbelievable is that? She just swore in like a prime minister last week, the new one. Like She, yeah. she did her duties up until last week. At the age of 96. And just a really cool thing to note. In 1961, she danced with the president of Ghana, who was black. And so many people were alarmed. They're like, why would this queen, the white queen, be dancing with a black man? And she's like, why wouldn't I be? Mm. Why would I not be? And that set quite a tone from such a young age. Also, side note, she was the first royal to ever send an email in 19... 76. The first royal to send an email. first royal to send an email. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm in a deep wiki hole about the queen right now, right. and I'm learning all kinds of things. Also, yes. she has two corgis that she's leaving behind, and it's drama as to who gets the queen's corgis. Oh, but I think in total she had like 70 of them. Yeah, at one point, yeah. yeah. And she has 100 horses. Yeah, she loved horses. She loved corgis. She loved animals. They say as, as hard as she was mm-hmm. with the strictness of being the queen, she was one of the softest, hardest queens Aww. to ever be known. Aww. And I mean, there's so many other political aspects that we can get into, but of course, it's a celebration of of life for the Queen. Uh, Tom Hanks doesn't do a lot of sequels, and that's on purpose, everyone. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Why was there not a Forrest Gump part two? Because Tom Hanks has never in his career signed a deal that would require him to do a sequel, ever. That's part of his contract. I don't do sequels unless I want to do them. Or I guess if they're animated. Yeah, Toy Story doesn't count. Dude, have you seen Toy Story 4, the last yeah. one? Yeah. I cried so hard. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? I couldn't believe it.
believe the ending. I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it. Okay. It really screwed with me. It was out last year, I think. It's okay. Two years, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think not, it's, it's not new now. But my no. kids were like, are you okay? I'm like, no. Yeah, it is a beautiful <laughs> story. So Tom Hanks says one of the smartest things he's ever done in his career is never signed a contract that has any kind of obligation for him to do a sequel. He's like, Good. guys, if there's a reason to do it, let's do it. But you can't force me. And he just has never felt that he needs to do sequels because the firsts are so good. Yeah. He doesn't want to mess with them. I love that. He's so smart. I'm Nira and That's the Biz, brought to you by Vancouver Young Actor School, now in two locations near Science World and Port Coquitlam. Act now. Visit VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. You're waking up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you ever considered a reinvention? My friend who is freshly split up with her long-term man has decided, she's announced to all of us, all her friends, that she is starting the process of fully reinventing herself. Into the end. Oh, Here we she's go. going for it. Good for her. Into the end. Have you ever considered a reinvention, Nira? No, not like to that degree. Mm, lucky you. No, I'm being honest. I don't know if I want to completely reinvent myself at this stage of my life. Well, why don't you ask us what we think? <laughs> How do we feel? I think that's part of my process. I don't really care what you think. Oh, good. I think that's where I'm supposed to get to. Hmm. Weren't we just... Didn't you just send me a video from Dr. Shafali? Mm-hmm. Right? She's like this really big counselor. She's amazing. She's a psychotherapist. So on She point. works with lots of stuff with children and parenting and all this kind of stuff. And didn't she just... You just sent me this whole spiel about I'm not supposed to really care what you think about mm-hmm. me. I, I shouldn't... Like, I can't let You're, other people affect how I feel. That's what it is. You're not supposed to let me affect you. Yeah. You know, if I'm feeling hurt, I've let you hurt me. That's right. If I'm feeling betrayed, I've let you let me feel betrayed. Mm-hmm. It, and I, then I've given you my power. Mm. So part of the reinvention is... I, I, that's what I'm, I'm trying to get to, like not having to care so much. But mm-hmm. I'm scared that if I want to reinvent myself, am I starting from scratch again? I think a lot of people reinvent themselves in those moments of their life where they're like, okay, that's, this is not going the way I thought it was going to go. Like she thought she was going to be married to this guy and they were going to have kids. Like yeah, it's all like, for sure. wow, they just bought a place together. Like clearly she didn't think it was going that way. Mm-hmm. So she's like, screw it. I'm flipping it, reversing it. I'm going to reinvent myself. But when I feel like sometimes you want to reinvent yourself after something that giant has happened in your life, uh, I feel like you're putting the blame on yourself that you have to now change. And it didn't work because you weren't good enough as you. Mm. And that's where I'm concerned when people do the whole reinventing. I must reinvent myself. But you're pretty cool, man. Right. You're you're like if you all of a sudden said to me I need to reinvent myself, I'd be like, "Why? You're you're pretty spectacular the way you are." But what if part of reinventing myself was like, "Number 1, I'm going to learn to like me for me." Yeah, no, that's cool. I I definitely feel like work should be always done. We always need to do work yeah. on ourselves. Yeah. But when someone wants to completely reinvent themselves mm-hmm. when they've just broken up in a relationship, I get concerned that they thought they may not have been good enough. Yeah, in that, that relationship. Sense. That makes sense. And I do get concerned because you want to also make sure... Always, yeah, we want to do work on ourselves. We want to make changes. Mm-hmm. Maybe reset ourselves. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 ooh. Find ourselves. Yes. Like, I love the whole, I need to find myself again. Mm-hmm. Find myself. Mm-hmm. But I hope you're not reinventing yourself thinking that you're not good the way you are. Now you want to reinvent because now you want to find something else. Yeah, that's a good point. I Googled, there's like a thousand books on how to reinvent yourself. And mm-hmm. they all actually have some pretty good stuff in them. But like the main rule is like, be realistic. 
Yes. Like, be be realistic. Like, hard truth yourself. Like, yeah, if you are whatever, high maintenance, like, then be high maintenance and mm-hmm. find somebody who loves your high maintenance mm-hmm. or whatever your rule is. Mm-hmm. You know Have I mean? you ever thought about reinventing yourself? No. I, I, no. I, I'm more on your tip of, like, I'm learning to, like, like me for me mm-hmm. and, like, accept who I am. Mm-hmm. For me. Lizzo's new song is all about that too, right? The brand, brand new one that mm-hmm. we just play. She's talking exactly about all that stuff. Like, how am I going to love someone else if I can't even love myself? How yeah, am I I'm gonna ready. I'm be, ready, she uh, says. Yeah, how can I be kind to others if I'm not even showing kindness to myself? Mm-hmm. You have to start all those things inside. And if that's part of a reinvention for you, yeah. hell yes, Amazing. You and I always say, like, we talk to everybody very, not everybody, we talk to most people really, really kindly mm-hmm. and we're, like, so nice to each other. If I'm, like, near, I'm having a really bad parenting day, being, yeah. like, an absolute terrible mother, you always have very nice things. But would you, would you ever talk to yourself that way? No. Like, you're not very nice to you and I'm not very nice to me, but I'm nice to you and you're nice to me. At least now when I want to be hard on myself, uh, I leave the house, I go in my car, and I sit in my car and say not nice things to myself so other people don't need to see it in the house. And your beautiful CX-9 from Signature Master. That poor car. <laughs> the what poor has it been car. through? Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How long do you carry on? <laughs> How long do you carry on? Carry on, carry on. There's got to be etiquette to this. There's got to be the carry-on etiquette. How long do you carry on with the conversation? I was in a car with, I think there was three other people. So there's four of us in a car together. All right? And one of us got a phone call. <laughs> yeah? Okay. okay. We're listening to music. We're going to, I was on, the trip was still going to be another 45 minutes. We're all in a car together. All right? And one of us gets a phone call. And she... My friend carried on and carried on on this conversation for 12 minutes with another person on the phone while the rest of us had to sit there silently so she could carry on. Carry on, carry on. Now, wait, was the phone connected to the car? Like, was it on, like, Bluetooth? (laughs) Could you at least hear what they were carrying on about? No. You couldn't comment? No. That was the other problem. It wasn't the driver whose phone is connected. Uh. It wasn't the driver with the Bluetooth. We had to turn down the music. We had to be silent. And she was, like, you know, totally talking and going off. And she's like, oh, my God, no, really? No. Okay, yeah. 12 minutes. I think it was almost 13 minutes. I just remember thinking, well, I can't keep conversing with the other two people in the car because... Then it's rude to this person who's, like, trying to have this conversation on her own with this other person in a car. No, that's what you should have done, Nira. Kept going? No, you should have been like, so anyway, and then started a conversation and been, like, a little bit louder than normal so that the person on the phone's like, oh, I can't hear. Oh, maybe because I shouldn't hear because I'm on the phone when there's three other people yeah. in the car. Yeah, Is Is that etiquette? I was thinking, yeah, am, that's I, rude. am I being rude by thinking, why can't she talk on the phone to someone? Unless it's, like, a call from, like, your doctor. Yes. And then usually you'd be like, guys, I'm really sorry. I've yes. got, like, a telehealth call yes. and I'm expecting a call. Then that's, like, cool. But even then you wouldn't be on the phone for 12 minutes. The new etiquette really is, like, if you're with people and all of a sudden your phone rings, you give the disclaimer of why you need to answer it. I know this is a new age thing. 100%. It, it really is. 100%. Like, we never used to do that back in the day. But if, or you, like you said, hey, I'm expecting a call this afternoon yeah. from my doctor. I'm going to have to take it yeah, just sorry. an FYI. But if it's an unexpected call, like I usually use you as an excuse, Holly, I'll be like, right. it's work calling. Holly needs me. It's Holly. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh my gosh, okay, what is it? Is everything okay? What does she say? Is she okay? Oh, wow. I'm your fake call. Oh, I use you so often. Oh my God. 
thank you. You're welcome. You can use me anytime you want. Noted. The, the weird part is when I actually call you, you don't pick up. That's not the point. That's not the point. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. If you have a type, you're doing it all wrong. That's my type. That's my type. This is for Dating World. Mm-hmm. They say if you have a type, you're doing it all wrong. The new dating theory is that if you have a type, you end up missing out on dating people you might not think are your type because they're not your type. Hmm, interesting. You're missing out on people because you're like, mm, he's not my type. That's my type. That's my type. Interesting that this information comes out because you have notoriously made fun of me for my Hollywood crush saying that makes no sense because look at your husband if that's your type. I'm like, I'm not saying it's my type. I'm just saying it's what I was kind of attracted to and into, mm-hmm. which is Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. versus my Indian husband, Gary. <laughs> Very different. Exactly, because I don't have a type. I don't Mm. have a type. It's just what I'm attracted to. It's too bad you're not single, because I guess you'd be killing it. And you're also throwing Keanu Reeves in there. John Wick. As John Wick? (laughs) No, I mean, that's fine if you're into that. (laughs) Keanu Reeves. Because, like, you you have a crush on Andy Samberg, but you're more into his character from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Jake Pavelta? Also her type. I am obsessed with Jake Pavelta. Matthew McConaughey, Keanu Reeves, John Wick, Reggae Jean Page, Duke of Hastings, and my husband Gary. Okay, that's too many. That's not fair. Excuse you. That's not too many. I'm just trying to showcase that I don't have a type, whereas your husband has a type. My husband, John? Yes, but he totally went against the grain with you. Yeah, he did. He loves blondes. <laughs> he loves. Upset. Like, Margot Robbie is like, he's like, G-g-g-g-g. Yes. He can't. Yes. He cannot. And he's it's obsessed. interesting, because you have been uh, actually morphing it to his type. I know. You're, you've been slowly going blonder and blonder with your hair. I know. And I didn't want to say anything, but now that this has come up, are you doing this because you're trying to become your husband's type? <laughs> I love it. Am I trying to become my husband's type? Yes. He's my husband. I think I'm his type. <laughs> Holly and Nira. It's time to hop on Holly and Nira's Back to School Brain Bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on time. Here it is, our brain bus. Summer learning loss is real, everyone. Just so you're aware, if you're feeling kind of like, huh, can't get my brain together, you're not the only one. Scientists say our brains kind of go on reserve the last couple of months. <laughs> what? Before school starts. Um, and so we thought we could get our brain firing up again by playing Holly and Nira's Brain Bus, the back to school edition. It's Holly versus Nira, and we got our producer here. Scott, you're going to test us. Yeah. Yeah, you He's were so like, I am. I am. You mentioned like getting our brains fired up. That's not the only thing that got fired up yesterday. Whatever. I cannot wait for this to be over. <laughs> week. You know what? Calm down. Yesterday you asked some very easy questions to Holly because she wow. told you the day before make them easier. But I still got the high level questions and it wasn't cool. Take it as what? a compliment. You won anyway. What? A- I, I oh no, you didn't. No. You know yesterday I, won. I did not. I won two days in a row, and then yesterday I did not. And it's See, fine. I'm so ding dong. I forgot I won. So don't worry about. It. Okay. So what you're gonna do is you're going to ask us each a question. Uh, If we get it wrong, the other person can steal, correct? Correct. Okay. All right. So, Neri, you're going to go first today. Okay. And the first person that gets three right, correct? First to three right wins. All right. Neri, your question. Yeah. Who is the author of the Lord of the Rings books? Oh, God. I can't remember his name. No. We just talked about him. I know. You know it. There's some initials. I know. You know it. No, I know. I know it, but I don't know it right now. 
Do you want the first part? I'll give you a hint. Because no. I know you know it, and I don't want you to not get it. Being, uh, this is <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'm straight up saying I know I don't remember it. Why don't you pass? Can you just, do that? You can steal, just that steal. That means that you can steal. J.R. Tolkien? J.R. Tolkien go. is correct. See? Yes, and I always know because I always get it messed up with the Game of Thrones guy. George R.R. R. Martin. Yes, yes, yes. And I wanted to say his name. Okay. I did have COVID a couple of weeks ago and it affected my do brain. Do not throw the disclaimer. What? It's true, though. Okay. You know it. I have fog. Polly, what number Uh-oh. <laughs> did Wayne Gretzky wear? Oh, no. Correct. <laughs> All right. Nira. Yes. Name two days of the week that start with the letter S. Saturday and Sunday? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Is this a trick? Wait, are these grade five questions? These are grade, grade five-ish questions. Ish, grade five-ish. Grade five-ish. I thought there was a trick there. No. Okay. Holly, <laughs> uh, name the closest star to oh. planet Earth. Oh, God. Is it a planet? It's no, the star, star the star. Okay. The closest I feel like star. This is to a planet trick Earth. question. No, not a trick question. I don't know. I don't know the name of any stars. Uh the Big Dipper? Well that's a that's, that's a constellation. <laughs> um Can I steal? Yes. I'm gonna say the sun. The sun is Dude. correct. I knew it was a trick. I was like, this is a trick. <laughs> well, I, I would have also accepted uh, Alpha Centauri or Proxima Centauri. Oh, because I know what that means. <laughs> but yeah. the sun, the, the sun, yeah, the sun is correct. I'm going to just say Mr. Golden Sun. Okay. Okay. So, so it's 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. All right. Okay. Bring it. Okay. Nira. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who is the leader <laughs> yes. of, of the federal liberal party? Our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is correct. <laughs> oh I actually panicked. I started sweating. I'm like, thank God this is not my question. I think I felt your sweat because it made me sweat. I overthink all this stuff. I know. Okay. I know. You made me sweat because you Sorry. started sweating. Sorry. Okay. So, Holly, you need this one to stay in, okay? <laughs> stay in. <laughs> what is the sixth letter of the English alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F. F. F is correct. <laughs> okay, I won. Okay. Oh, my Ironically. gosh. You know that's like grade, like that's F. kindergarten or grade one. Yes. And of all, yeah, you should know F the best. No, of I all people. my favorite. Holly and Nira. Weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio.